0: I was really speechless, and I, I, I had no idea what was going on. And then when the video came on, and then, uh, then when even I didn't know what was happening. And so uh, I've, I have learned one thing in 10 years. Keep your mouth shut when you don't know what to say. <laughs> so I really am speechless about that and about you guys. Just so thankful this morning. As I look around, I see faces the people that I've met and the people that I've come to love and who've been um, so good to me and really shaped uh, Sherry and I's life, so many of you. As I look around this room, I look at you and I see the people that have loved us and cared for us. And uh, so when you think about the ways that God has... Uh, built us up. I want you to know that you're God's provision in my life. And that's very important. Whether you give a card, I know people are so generous to us, they send us cards and letters, emails. Uh, Just very blessed. I'm very thankful. Very thankful. Uh, It's most important that we love the Lord, know him We're faithful in um, what he's called us to, that we're stewarding what God's uh, given us collectively, but that we love one another. And uh, that's what should be peculiar about us. And you guys do such a great job of that. You do a great job of uh, caring for me and my family. And I'm just so thankful for that, just so thankful. I'm so blessed. Lord, as we open your word, I pray, Lord, that you would show us what it is you want us to know today. Help us, Lord, because we need it. I pray, Lord, that you would also just, uh, by your Holy Spirit, uh, renew a right spirit within us. And that, Father, we would walk out of here uh, knowing more of you. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, in this three week journey of generous, which is on the cover of your bulletin, our sermon series has dealt on a three week basis about being generous. And the first week we talked about being generous with what God has poured into you individually because you have spiritual gifts. And we talked about what spiritual gifts for. Spiritual gifts, when you're generous with the, what God's put inside of you, when you're generous with that, that that's for good of other people. It builds other people's faith. And the way that we build faith in other people, the way the money, the, 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 the exchange, the currency of building other people's faith is bought with faith. I mean, it is bought with grace. That's how it's built up is through grace. We're gracious to each other, we're grace. We, we share a gospel of grace, we, we are gracious. And then last week, we talked about being generous with your time. And I know that I might not have done a very good um, treaty on being generous with your time, but I think in our culture, one of the great obstacles to us being generous is margin. We don't leave enough margin, enough extra space in our lives for us to be available for anybody else or to talk to other people, to do the things. And then even primarily living on mission for us to be able to live with enough Margin that you would be available to pour into other people. And today I want to talk to you about being generous. So it's been your talent and your time. And today I want to talk to you about treasure, being a generous person in giving. Now we already took up the offering, so just everybody take a deep breath, just relax, all right? Uh, This is not an infomercial for you for us to get more money to the church, but I, I want you to know this, because this is why a lot of people do stay away from church, because you want my money and you want my time, but I want you to say, I will tell you this unapologetically. Uh, I want to talk to you today about being generous with all that God has given to you, everything that God has given to you, because listen to me, this is what is very important. It's the groundwork of what I want to, this whole thing and that is that everything that you have comes from God. First Corinthians 10, 26 says, For the earth is the Lord's and all it contains. Quoting from many passages in the Old Testament that quote that same verse, uh, Psalm 24, 1. The earth is the Lord and all it contains. The world and those who dwell in it belong to the Lord. See, I wanna talk to you about being generous And us being a people of love and that we are a generous people, not only with our talent, not only with our time, but also in our giving and being generous, being a generous person and being loving. Because you see, you can give without love, but you can't love without giving. If I tell my wife that I love her and I never give to her, I don't really love her. You see, love is a verb. Love is when you give. It's when you give love. Lust is getting. That's what the world, you know, it's what you can, you do for me. How do I feel when I see you? What is it that you do for me? That's lust. Getting is lust. Love is giving. And maybe your frustration in your life is that you lust after so many different things. Maybe that's your frustration here today. You know, some of you might say, well, why do you preach on this today? Why would you preach on this? Well, I could have spoken on prayer. Uh, It's mentioned about 372 times in the Bible. I mean, that'd be a good topic. You wouldn't be grumbled if I'd have talked about prayer. Uh, The word believe is, that's a good, you know, having faith. That's found 272 times. If I spoke about love today, you'd have probably been happy with that. It's found 714 times in the Bible. Giving and being generous is found over 2,000 times in the Bible. If you want the power of God in your life, the anointing of God to throw through you, and if you want the blessings of God to be on you, that I really believe one of the, there's three things I heard a pastor say this this past week. There's three things that you'll want to um, ha- value highly value, and that is integrity, humility, and generosity. Those three things. If you want to have you want to be a great leader as you grow older, if you want to be a leader in your generation, you need to focus and have value have great value on integrity. You want to have a great value on humility and on generosity. You see, those are the antidotes to the three great temptations in life. And that is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. You see, the lust of the flesh is passion. It's how much you want, what you want, when you want it. The lust of the eye is possession. Everything that I see, I want. And then the pride of life is position. I want to be at the front of the line. I want to be at the top. And so if you want to be a person of integrity, you want, to, you, want to, you want to do that, you want to stay humble, and then, of course, be generous. And that's what we're talking about here. So if you have your Bible, turn to Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 is where we'll start in the middle of the Sermon on the Mount and we're going to we're going to read a few verses here where Jesus is speaking and he says do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys And where the thieves do not break in and steal. You wanna know how to bank in heaven? There it is. If you wanna put deposits in heaven, you wanna know how to bank in heaven? This right here is how you do it. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body, so if your whole eye, is if your eye is healthy your whole body will be full of light but if your eye is bad your whole body will be full of darkness if then the light in you is darkness how great is the darkness no one can serve two masters for either he will hate the one and love the other or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other you cannot serve God and money I want you to circle If you have your Bible and you have your pen there, I want you to circle verse 21. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Your heart will be wherever your treasure is. And this is true in all the treasure that God's given us and that is our talent. Are we we being generous in our talent, investing in others, in our time, in leaving margin and being available? And are we being generous? Where's our treasure when it comes to giving and giving to others? What happens, I wanna talk to you in the remaining time I have here this morning about what happens when you give. What happens when you're generous in your life? And I know that I had a lot to learn over these 30 years of being married with Sherry about being generous. She's taught me a lot about that And even I have had to learn a lot, really the hard way. But I want to tell you, and so much joy, I have learned that there is such a blessing in generosity. And there's a lot of benefits to giving. And I want you to know those benefits of being a generous person. Of being a generous person and thinking about banking in heaven. About storing up your treasures to to make some deposits in heaven. What are the benefits to doing that? What are the benefits of giving? Well the first one is, giving honors God. That's a real benefit. Giving honors God. Do you notice that whenever we do, when we take up our offering, we do it during worship. We do it during a worship song because it's a part of our worship. And when we give, we are honoring God in doing it. In other words, we're saying, God. You are the master. I'm the servant. Everything you give me. And I'm going to give back to you a portion of what you give as a part of my worship. 2 Corinthians 9.13 By their approval of this service, they will glorify God because of your submission that comes from the confession of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the generosity of your contribution for them and for all others. And in other words, Paul is writing to the church of Corinth, you will be glorifying God through your generous gifts. Your giving will prove that you are obedient to the good news of Jesus Christ. Proverbs 14, verse 31. Whoever is generous to the needy honors God. When you're a generous person, no matter in what, whether it's as you give your tithe to the church or whether it is that you give to the poor or other great uh, organizations maybe even down at the center or you give your time when you do that you are honoring God and here's another benefit it also when you're generous it makes you look more like Jesus it's no mistake that one of the things that Luke and Jordan talk about to their students you look most like Jesus when you serve what do you do when you serve what is it to serve? When, you, when these guys go off, when we serve in ministry, when we serve on a mission trip, what are we doing? We're giving our time, our talent, and our treasure. We're giving. That's what we're doing. And so when we are generous, it makes us more like Jesus. Every time you give, your heart grows bigger and you look more like Jesus. Proverbs 21 verse 26 says, The greedy always want more, but the godly love to give. Luke chapter 11 verse 41, Jesus says these words, But give as alms those things, or offerings, that's what that word means, those things that are within, and behold, everything is clean for you. What does that mean? Purity is best demonstrated. By giving is what that means. I know as uh, many times um, uh, we go on vacation and uh, we will stop and sometimes we're in a hurry in the car. And I remember this a few years back. I don't know if we were... On vacation or where we were, but we were on our way. And so there's six of us in the van and uh, we stop at Wendy's. And so we stop at Wendy's, everybody gets whatever they want. And of course you have to take it through the front. We're going just through the drive-thru. And you know, you probably hate families like ours if you go through the drive-thru, six people, you know, and there's salads involved and all that stuff. And so uh, we get it. Well, Sherry, sometimes she, she will... Uh, one thing I would tell you about Sherry is her, one of her favorite French fries, and we talked about this the other day, one of her favorite French fries is, is Wendy's. She loves their French fries, you know, just like her grandma, uh, just like grandma, Dottie, Dorothy, uh, she loved them too. And she, uh, so she, she gets the French fries back to the kids. She will take one as a service fee, I guess, for setting. <laughs> I got to pass this stuff back. And she'll take one. And one time, Silas, he was not happy that she was like, those are my fries, Mom. And he was so frustrated with her. And she was like, oh, really? I could just keep these. And he's like, Mom, give me my fries. It was, it was many years ago. Many years ago. And here's the thing that was interesting. I was thinking about that because Sherry, <laughs> Sherry and I did a detox this week. Anybody ever done a detox? Yeah, we've been pretty miserable this week, yeah. Uh, that's why I'm a little bit dazed and confused here this morning. <laughs> uh, this is the seventh day. I started it on Monday. And, uh, and, and so I, I realized, I got to think, so we were talking about these french fries because it's like we were just sitting around eating raw fruits and vegetables the whole week. And so uh, as Sherry and I were talking about these french fries, I was thinking about that. And I was thinking, you know, that teaches me a lot, really. I mean, think about it she if you think back on that sherry she is the source of all the french fries i mean she is the mom i brought you into the world i, I gave you everything you have i mean that she could have looked at him and said i gave you everything you have son i take a french fry anytime you know why are you so upset about that uh that's the one thing you learn another thing is She could have taken them at any moment. Not only, by the way, if she wanted French fries, she could order 16 French fries. She has access to the checkbook. She could do, she could have backed that, we could have put the whole van full of French fries if she wanted to. She wanted French fries, she could have done that. She didn't. And then she could have taken them all too. Here's another thing. I think sometimes Sherry takes them just to teach Silas how to share. You know, every once in a while, just to be a little unselfish, she wants to teach him, hey, I know you don't offer, so I'll just go ahead and teach you, maybe. Because she's not, you know, she has self-control, but she, that's one of the things, you don't. you know what, those are the things that we need to understand. Everything that we have, God is the giver of all french fries. Everything. Everything you have, he could take it all away. Now, he didn't. And he doesn't. Here's another thing. He's trying to teach us how to be unselfish. How to not be selfish. And that's one of the things that's very, very important. If you think about greedies always want more. If you think about that, one of the things that's very, very important is that whenever you you don't, when you're generous and you give, you always, it will conform you more into the likeness of Jesus. If you're giving a giving and generous person. Here's another, here's another benefit. When you're generous, it, when, when I'm generous, it always draws me closer to God when I do it. The th- here's the thing. Listen to me. The things that we invest in are the things that we're interested in. The things that we really are that we invest our time in, we become more interested in. How many of you are maybe uh, investing in a sport? How many of you invest in relationships? How many of you invest and you put the time or your talent and your treasure? Part of that is investing. And I want to encourage you today, as you're a generous person, as you give, as you give to the Lord, and when you give to this church, as we build the kingdom together, and when that happens... You are—it's drawing you closer to God because you're more invested. Look at Deuteronomy verse four, four, chapter fourteen, verse twenty-three, with me. And before the Lord your God in the place that He will choose to make His His name dwell there, you shall eat the tithe of your grain, a tenth. He's teaching them, the nation of Israel, God's people, on how to tithe and how to honor God in being and giving and, and he did this with a tenth and so when you eat the tithe of your grain of your wine and of your oil and the firstborn of your herd and flock that you may learn to fear the Lord your God always. The purpose of tithing is teaching you to always put God first in your life and so it's important That we do that because when we give, it draws us closer to God. Here's another benefit. Giving is an antidote to greed. Stan Buck taught me this many years ago. He said this directly to me. He said, Johnny, the only way that you can break the grip of greed is by giving. And that's true. Being generous is the only way that you can break the stranglehold of materialism in a materialistic culture. In our culture, there' so many things scream at us. You know, and I think basically sometimes it's, uh, I don't know, get all you can while you can. I think some people say get all you can and can what you get. But I want to encourage you. There's something about our culture that kind of even leads. And even emotionally, we get into kind of hoarding, hoarding it all, Uh and you know what? Every time you give, every time I give, I am breaking, I am fighting the rule of materialism in my life, of hoarding that. Here's another, here's what we already read this when verse 24 in chapter 6 you cannot serve both God and money. So, so many people will say, "Well, Johnny, isn't money the root of all evil?" No, money is not the root of all evil. Money's just money. Money's just like everything else. It's just a tool. It's the love of money. That's the problem. And so that passion—the only way you can break that kind of everybody's kind of um, kind of a natural bent towards loving and hoarding and wanting more and doing—is to be a generous person in giving. 1 Timothy chapter 6, verse 17, Paul writes to Timothy, and he says, Command those who are rich. Okay, that's everybody here. Everybody here is rich. You are amongst the th- top 3%, and probably, if we did the math, most all of us here are in the top 1% in the whole world, the richest people in the world. Command those who you are rich in this present world not to be arrogant, nor to put their hope in wealth, which is so uncertain, but to put their hope in God, who richly provides us with everything for our enjoyment. Command them to be generous and willing to share. In this way, they will take hold of the life that is true life. And here's another benefit. When you give, when you're generous, it's a demonstration of your faith. 2 Corinthians 9.13. Your giving proves the reality of your faith. In Philemon, uh, we read, you are generous because of your faith. And, and so if you want, it's, it's a demonstration of your faith uh, Maybe sometimes I had to kind of look in the mirror about this. You know, I was very stingy, and I, getting, I was afraid. And you know what that was? It was unbelief. It was unbelief in me, not believing that if I gave, and the truth is you can't outgive God, that if I gave, uh-oh, we'll have less. And God does great that. It's one of the benefits of giving. St- I am stingy so many times when I am afraid, but... You're generous when you have faith. Malachi chapter 3, verse 10. Bring your whole tithe to my storehouse. Test me in this and see if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that you won't have room enough for it. I want to encourage you. When you see a situation, when you have a, 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 see something even around you, and you can help the poor or you can give to God, I want to encourage you to seize that moment, to demonstrate your faith, to put your faith into action. Because here's another benefit. When you give, it reveals your true character. It reveals your true character. I had to, many years ago, I remember I was in a conversation with somebody and I said, yeah man, if I was rich, I'd probably give a lot of money. I'd give money like that too. And I had a pastor look at me and say, oh really, what are you doing with what you have now? And then he challenged me, he said, I don't think you would. Well, here's the truth. Jesus said in Luke 16, verse 10, one who is faithful in a very little is also faithful in much. And the one who is dishonest in a little, and very little, is also dishonest in much. If then you have not been faithful in the unrighteous wealth who will entrust to you the true riches? I want to encourage you to be a person of character in your giving because it, it's a part of who you are. I have a couple more I want to share with you. Giving also brings blessings. Proverbs chapter 22, verse 9. Generous people will be blessed. That's what the Bible says. Deuteronomy 15. Verse 10, you shall give to him freely, and your heart shall not be grudging when you give to him. Because for this, the Lord your God will bless you in all your work and in all that you undertake. It says, give generously, then because of this, God will bless you in all your work and in everything you put to your hand. Do you want your work to be blessed do you want to be blessed at your job? Be generous. You will bring God's blessing by being generous. Here's another benefit to uh, being generous, and that is giving increases my happiness. Uh, Acts chapter 20. Verse 35, In all things, I have shown you that by working hard in this way, we must help the weak and remember the words of the Lord Jesus, how he himself said this, It is more blessed to give than to receive. Jesus said there is more happiness in giving than in receiving. Now, at Christmas, so many times when I was growing up, I did not believe that. I thought the receiving was really good. I thought it was best if you had a lot of presents under the tree that you could get and you could receive. Hey, guess what happened? I grew up. I'm not a child anymore. And I've learned the secret in life is what Jesus said it is. Now that I'm older, I don't even care at Christmas if I get anything. Just put me right there. And I want to see people receive the things that I give. That's all, I, I love that. I love that. That's what makes me have joy. When I give gifts to other people, and Jesus is right. It's more blessed to give than it is to receive. And I'm telling you, it is. It is so, such a blessing to be a giving and generous person. Here's the last thing. Giving will be rewarded In heaven. This is what I'm talking about, banking in heaven. I want to encourage you today. Uh, First Timothy chapter 6 verse 18. They are to do good, to be rich in good works, to be generous and ready to share. He's trying to give a younger Timothy instructions. He says, thus storing up treasure for themselves as a good foundation for the future so that they may take hold of that which is truly life. Use your money to do good. Always be ready to share with whatever God has given you. By doing this, you'll be storing up real treasure for yourself in heaven. Here, right here, this is how you bank in heaven. You will be storing up treasures in heaven. I just wanna encourage you, love people and use money. Because if you love money, you'll probably end up using people. Luke 16, 9, I tell you, use your worldly resources to benefit others and make friends. In this way, your giving stores up a reward for you in heaven. Invest in people. Invest in people. Be generous with your time and your talent and your treasure. I want to ask you this question as we leave this morning, as we close. Actually, we're not leaving. We're going to sing our benediction here in just a moment. But I want to ask you this Is anyone going to be in heaven because of you? Have you stored up treasures in heaven? Have you given? I want. I want you to know, I know many of you, many of you have been generous with giving your time and your talent and your treasure. And there are going to be people in heaven because of many of you and your generosity. I want to ask you, how are you doing? Are you a generous person? God is calling us to be a generous people. And I know that when I was younger, I, did, I would not have listened to a sermon like this very well. I was kind of a stubborn person. I wanna challenge every person here to be generous with your time and your talent and your treasure and invest and start banking in heaven and quit depositing your whole life in stuff that will rot or rust or decay. I just challenge you to be generous. Father, I thank you for the good news of Jesus Christ that saves us from sin and from ourselves. And today, Lord, I pray that as we leave this place, we would be a generous people. That we'd be generous in the ways of the Lord and that, Father, you would help us as we walk through whatever season we're walking through to know that it is more blessed to give than to receive. Teach us your ways, Lord. Help us to be generous in Jesus' name.